The professional interests and personal priorities of our hosts result in regular child development coupled with educational and brain learning conversations. Join in as Dr. Larry Mercer and Michelle Charles bring their expertise before the microphone as part of an ongoing dialogue between this father and daughter duo on Let's Build Their Brain. Cannonball, can I have a little more time? Whether it's the pool, the tub, the sink, water balloons, car washing, little man loves him some water play. I know he did not get that love from me. Now, it's not a skill I developed in my younger years. And in all honesty, the time needed to tame my hair after a water experience is one reason I've never pursued this skill in my older years. But he loves playing in the water. I remember the great fondness, one of the recent family vacations we took together, how little man enjoyed the pool time when we were at the hotel. It was really fun to see him engaging himself, challenging himself to stay out of the water for a long period of times, how far he could go across the pool. You could see that he was intently focused. It was just a great experience watching him enjoy, enjoy the water. He enjoys it. But if I had to use some of little guy's words, it's not my favorite but I see the great joy and huge benefits it provides to him. I know water play can provide him exercise and just some plain old fun times. Tell us about some of those things and benefits of the water play. Well, there are a number of benefits and uh, it's interesting because uh, it really gives us an opportunity to just capture moments of life, but water play gives an opportunity for development of hand-eye coordination. Uh, Water play gives a chance to introduce uh, math concepts and science concepts, uh, buoyancy, sinking, floating, all those things are part of opportunities to teach about science through water play. Um, it enhances concentration and focus, develops some motor skills and sensory exploration. Water play is pretty much a great opportunity to learn about a lot of dimensions of life and learning. Like you, I started thinking about some science teacher friends, and I know they would appreciate everyone taking advantage of those endless science conversations early, like you mentioned, the buoyancy and sinking and floating can be introduced and explored and in a fun way, starting at a young age, and even in the bathtub, even while you're washing your hands, might create a little bit of a mess, but it definitely has some significant benefits. I think about even when you're turning on the water, water flow, man, I think about when you're thinking about the, how much water measurement, I mean, there's things like uh, mixtures and solutions, they're all kind of things that water play uh, crazy. I mean, if you go into a pool, chlorination, I mean, there are just so many concepts that can be taught in that natural in that natural setting with water. Endless opportunities. I know with little guy, it's daddy gives a bigger bath than me. That's what he enjoys, daddy's bigger baths. Now, I know after that big bath, there will be a little more water splashed in the bathroom, but he definitely enjoys those big bath times. Does that mean he's putting more water in the tub? Is that what that means? Yes, he gets it closer to the edge. I leave kind of just enough to get the bath, but when daddy does it, it's almost close to the edge. So he gets to do bigger splashes with the toys that he drops in. Well, it's not happening as much, but I remember when he was younger, when he was over at our house and your, your mom would do it. I mean, he had those uh, those toys in the water and it seemed like the toys in the water 
as much fun as the bath itself. I guess that's the way it works. Yeah, that's and, and Daddy's big baths last a lot longer than my baths do. But hey, it's something special bonding activity opportunity, but also a brain building one. Any other thoughts in terms of benefits of water play before we begin our brain building blocks? Well, I think about the fact that it helps with motor skills and um, sensory exploration. I mean, I, I, in terms of that, whether it's, whether it's a, a bathtub or whether it's in a pool, whether it's at a sink, all those things create an opportunity for hand motor, hand-eye coordination and motor skills and just exploring. So again, I, I, as I thought about this, I was amazed at opportunities that you can use to teach kids using water. Right. Well, let's share our practical and applicable ways to grow brains as we wrap up this time together. Well, I I was thinking about maybe a poolside snack that might come to mind or a or a after a hot day playing under the sprinklers. What's a snack that we might give that's a brain friendly food? Well, you know, I've got to keep with the thing we've had in the past. A snack has got to be fun, but it's also got to have some value to it. Having said that, vegetable chips, maybe, uh, apple chips, maybe, um, trail mix, maybe. Um, those are all things that could be uh, easy to consume, not take up a lot of space, fun, but yet at the same time, very nutritious. And even the conversation around the food that you're eating is another way to build skills, communication skills. So yeah, I would say those would be nice snacks to use around around the pool. Great poolside snacks. Okay, I got to keep with the theme of this episode. I think watermelon is one too that we could throw out there. If you're already outside in the water hose and okay with the sidewalk getting a little messier, a slice of watermelon wouldn't be so bad, I think. Would that fall under the brain-friendly options? Yeah, that's interesting. Watermelon, water play, that, that fits, I think. Okay. All right. Any specific social and emotional skills that could be developed? And if someone might be like me and they would say water play is not their favorite or they're hesitant to give it a try. Well, I think that uh, just the facing the, the challenge of water play, facing the anxiety that may arise, maybe just pausing before you jump into the pool and just say, okay, I'm going to count to 10. I'm just going to one, two, three. And just move through that process. That does a, a, it gives you a chance to get your thoughts together, organize yourself. But also, it's a self-calming uh, technique. And even when the, and the student, if I'm looking at a pool for some reason, I'm stuck with the pool. But, you know, when you cross your arms, you cross the mid part of the body, and that connects to the right side of the brain and the left side of the brain. That's a calming effect. So things that are just natural. Why don't you, why don't you just kind of get your body ready, just start moving the arms back and forth, uh, hug yourself. All those things are subtle ways to have fun, but at the same time, do some self-calming techniques. I love that idea of there being in the process, they're learning some self-soothing and self-calming techniques. All right. A fun activity I was thinking of. How about while you're sitting there getting ready for that big bath or just filling the sink after you've washed hands, let your child make some predictions. Will the certain toys sink or will they float? After they've made those predictions, why don't you test it out in the tub, in the sink, or even a plastic container on the counter would work. Any closing thoughts as we wrap up this time, Dad? Yeah, I think you started the conversation to talk about the fact that water sources are all around us, and that is both an opportunity and kind of a blessing. Because in addition to teaching children how to, how to enjoy water as a source of fun, it's also important to help them understand the value of water. You know, water is a finite resource. The only... Um, 
well, most of the water in our world is salt water, and most of that's frozen underground. Only one hundred of a percent the world's water is readily available for human use. So basically, water's fun, but water's also valuable. So that's a way that you can teach kids about the world's sustainability, even in a way where you're doing things that are fun with water. Wow. And even as you said that, I thought about another aspect we didn't even touch on was maybe some water safety things. So lots that you can tackle with your child as you enjoy water fun. Well, join us next time for more information and brain building blocks. Please follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Stay connected with Let's Build Their Brain via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Let's Build Their Brain Pod and on Twitter at Build Their Brain. Thank you for checking back with us each Monday for a new episode. We hope you leave each podcast with practical and applicable suggestions to aid your endeavor of building the brains of the ones you love. Until next time, let's build their brain. Thank you.